What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens played the clock and spiel? And what if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks and welcome back to What If World. Today we're starting off with a shout out to Nora. She wanted to hear from me, Mr. Eric. And one of her favorite things is kitties. I've had four great kitties throughout my life. So I'm right there with you. And I would like to thank Jillian. Hey, Kafunkel. Jillian loves writing and illustrating books. Good for you, Jillian. Keep it up. Oh, and I'm here to shout out to August. He loves me for the dog, and he also likes piano. And our final shout-out is to Abby, who loves Pokemon and giraffes. Well, Abby, if you shrunk down a giraffe to fit inside a Pokeball, it would make me a lot more comfortable. Well, thanks, Jeff Cat. And thank you, Abby, August, Jillian, and Nora. Today we are joined by the creator of an awesome podcast called The Dastardly Deeds of Professor Nasty, and his name is Carl Harper. Hello, everyone. Hey, Carl. So glad to have you on the show. Thanks for thanks for making the trip. He is actually in my studio. This is like the first time I've had a guest in my studio other than my wife, so it's really fun for me. I, uh, I live literally 13 minutes away from your house, Eric, which is what a coincidence. <laughs> oh, good. Well, that way we can do this again. Yeah, for sure. But before we talk about the dastardly deeds of Professor Nasty, we are going to hear a question from a listener named Lila. My name is Lila. I'm three and a half, and I like unicorns. And what's your what if question? I like what if bones could talk from people? I want to say thank you. We love What If World. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, great question, Lila. What a question, Lila. I've really never thought of my own bones talking. I don't know what mine would say if they could talk. Well, we'll find out. So that was from a patron named Lila, and we have one more question from a listener named James. It's James. I'm five, and I like... Super Mario Odyssey, and my what if question is, what if, um, there was an escape room in Waterford? Bye. Ooh, an escape room. I love escape rooms, and I love Super Mario. Mario Kart is one of my favorite games of all time. Oh, so good. And we're going to find out what if bones could talk from people, and what if there was an escape room, and what if world. Right after this break. If you've ever met Professor Nasty, you'd know that he's even better at escaping than he is at getting caught. And he's really good at getting caught. Right, here I am in What If World, and what annoys me most about What If World is that it's full of magic. So what am I going to do? I'm going to shoot from my magical cannon a bomb that will take the magic out of What If World. Yes, I am well aware of the irony of shooting a magic cannon to get rid of magic. 
Professor Nasty was about to light his cannon when out of the cannon tube popped Pipeo. Oh, hey, uh, Professor Nasty, I was just coming, I, I think maybe an eight-year-old should not be a planner with cannons, you think? Well, first let me correct you, Pipeo. I'm eight and three quarters. Oh, so sorry. That's fine. Just don't do it again. Well, let me tell you a little story about science, Mr. Pipeo Houlihan. It isn't all observation. Sometimes you have to take a chance and blow something up. Well, are you wearing uh, that lab coat and, and you got the glasses on? I, but I can't let you take a magic out of what if world. What am I talking about? And just as Professor Nasty was about to light that cannon, Pipeo Houlihan stuck his magic wrench into the cannon. Ha <laughs> Well, that's just great, Pipeo. You've ruined my magic cannon. And now my arm is broken. My arm is broken! I'm just a little broken. I'm sorry, did you say something, Pipeo? Me? I heard something, but it wasn't me saying nothing. Well, if it wasn't you talking, and it wasn't me talking... It was me! Just look, open your eyes! Look down here, hello! Oh, it's fine, Pipeo. It's just, it's just my arm. My broken arm is talking to me. <coughs> ah! My arm is talking to me! Yeah, my name's Alna. So nice to meet you. I, I've, I've been trying to get your attention for years, but... Now, I can finally talk. Well, it's lovely to meet you, Alna. Hey, okay, this is a very nice moment. You got a broken arm. Uh, let me fix it. And Pipeo used his magic wrench to cover Professor Nasty's arm with a cast. Goodness gracious me. I look insanely cool with my cast on my arm. Hey, do you want to sign it? I'll sign it. Well, I'm signing it from the inside. Oh, oh, oh sorry. That probably hurts. Okay, yeah. I gotta sign your cast. And then I'm gonna send you to some place where you never escape again. And after signing Professor Nasty's cast, Pipeo Houlihan took him through the cannon. <laughs> and they appeared inside a dark room. You may lock me up, but you'll never stop me, Pipeo. You'll never stop me! <laughs> oh, that's a really good evil laugh. Thank you, I've been working on it for quite a while. This is my heroic uh, giggle. It goes, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think you're going to have to work on that one, Pipeo. Oh, okay, okay. No, 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 don't, don't get too disheartened, you know. Just practice makes perfect. I've been at this for eight and three quarter years. It's fine. And Pipeo jumped back through a tiny little pipe hole in the ceiling. Um, excuse me, Pipeo, where are you going? I'm disappearing with my magical powers. You're gonna have to escape the old-fashioned way. Well, it's not the first time I've been incarcerated. Probably won't be the last. Hmm, how am I going to get out of this one? There's only one way out of this escape room. Ah! Who's that? It's me said a big unicorn, clip-clopping out of the dark corner. He had one long horn that seemed to be broken halfway up. Well, I've seen it all now. A unicorn with a broken horn. Yeah, I got a broken horn. The name's Jimmy U, as in Jimmy Unicorn. Nice to meet ya. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you too, Jimmy U. I'm Professor Nasty. Look at us, all locked up. Broken horn, broken arm. We're just like that TV show. Two broke girls. Except you're a unicorn and I'm a little boy. So it's not really like it at all. Nah, I totally get you. It's just like that. Well, we only got one way out of here. And that way is escaping. 
because it's an escape room. So you gotta like solve puzzles and stuff. The problem is I used to love puzzles until I broke my horn. <laughs> Here's the thing, Jimmy. You can't solve anything because you got a bang on your noggin and you can't remember anything. Oh, sorry. I better introduce myself. I'm Jimmy's horn. It was Jimmy's broken horn. It seemed the broken bit at the top was crunching together to form a mouth. My horn reminds me how now I'm broken. I, I, I can't do the things I used to do. Oh, don't worry about it, Jimmy. My owner talks to me and, well, I'm pretty sure she thinks I can't do anything because it's broken. You can do some things. You just have to be very, very safe. And you probably shouldn't do most things. Can, can I just say something? We've essentially put into jail into a room called an escape room. I mean, what do they expect is going to happen? I think, you know, we're probably meant to escape before long. Otherwise, you know, what stories they're going to be? Well, this is true. And to be honest, Jimmy, I've been in my fair share of scrapes like this. And if you stick with me, I'm sure we'll be able to escape together. Well, the first puzzle that I've never been able to figure out, I've been looking at it for ages. It's this crossword puzzle on the ground. Oh, please, crosswords. I mean, give me something that I can't do. Professor Nasty looked down to see a space for four letters, but the first letter was already filled in with an L. Well, that's rather convenient. And it had a clue written next to it. The clue read, You do this in order to see. Hmm. You do this in order to see, and it begins with L and has four letters. I don't know. It's oh! I, I think I got it. Lick. Um, I mean, there's probably some animal in nature that sees with its tongue, but... A snake. Okay, okay, good point, good point. A ferret. Oh, but yeah, you know, ferrets probably get a good sense of taste. A Malaysian baboon. Well, now that's a fact. That's a doggone fact. But being that neither one of us are Malaysian baboons, shouldn't we maybe look? Maybe that's the clue. Look. I don't know. I don't know. I got, I got a broken oh, head. Oh, look. Yes. Well, of course it's look. I mean, that's that's essentially what I said. I said look. But oh. I think, I think in fairness, Jimmy, I think it's a language barrier. You're from New Watt City and I'm from Kid City. So, you know. Good thing I got you here because I would have never figured that out. Yeah, well, probably not. But here we are. Right. Below the first clue was another two letters. And the clue was this. The opposite of down. Hmm, the opposite of down. It's a tough one, I know. I've got it. Upside down. That's kind of a lot of letters, don't you think? Uh... I just have to lick the floor, so you're going to have to turn me upside down. Right, turn me on my head, James. Oh, you shouldn't get turned upside down with your broken arm. That's too dangerous. Maybe instead of, um... Uh, licking upside down, it, it means, uh, look. Look, yes, look. Uh, up. Uh, Two-letter word. Up. Look up. Up. You know? Oh, look up. Right, yes, yes. Yes, well, evidently that's what it means. Oh, you figured it out. I don't know how I would have done this without you. James, 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 you have so much to learn. <sighs> and so the two villains looked up to see a pictogram on top. Two pictures, one of a simple red octagon, sort of like a sign of some kind. Hmm, red octagon. Can you think of a sign with eight sides that's usually red? I don't know, I don't know. Oh, I know. 
a yield sign. And next to the uh, yield sign was a picture of a person who appeared to be sinking in quicksand. Why would anybody want to sing while in quicksand? I think they're supposed to be sinking in quicksand. Sometimes the narrator is just... Where did you get that chap from? This narrator. I'm having the same problem over on my show with my narrator. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I mean, they're a dime a dozen these days. Well, the two villains hadn't yet figured out the pictogram of what was clearly a stop sign and someone sinking. You think you're so clever, don't you? Sitting there in front of your microphone. Go on, don't let me stop you. Or yield you. And at that very moment, the sink in their cell unstopped and started spurting out water everywhere. Ah! Uh, this room is filling up really fast. What are we going to do? Uh, well, we got a... The pictogram is the clue. Okay, red octagon. Figure it out, um, Jimmy. I'm singing, singing I in the swim. sand. Uh, I, no, I, I don't... I can't figure this out. You had said something like, stop and sink, maybe? Uh, uh, yes. Stop the quicksand. No, maybe a stop the thing that's flooding us. Oh, we're already up to what next? Oh! Okay. Stop the sink! And Professor Nasty dove below the waves. <laughs> grabbing the sink stopper, sticking it back in there as fast as he could. And when he did... <laughs> the sink opened like a secret wall, pouring all of the water down a long, winding tunnel. Well, who'd have thought it? I can swim. No, oh no, you shouldn't be swimming. Oh, you got your cast all wet. Oh, what a mess. You, you gotta just sit here and let it dry out, okay? No more of this nonsense. This is dangerous. Olna, you're beginning to sound like my mother. Your mother sounds like a very smart lady. She actually kind of sounds like all the mother characters in this place. I don't really know. But there's no time to dwell on that. We need to sneak through this tunnel to finish our escape. Actually, James... I'm not sure I can crawl. Let me ask Alna. Oh, no, no. Definitely not crawling. Oh. There's a surprise. I mean, look at you. you. You poor thing. You can't do anything. All right. Well, I'm just I'm just going to have to go and try to figure things out myself without a horn to help me think. I've got an idea. Snails don't need arms. Why should I? Hey, that is a good idea. <laughs> Thank you very much. And so, much like the wily snail... Professor Nasty started crawling through the tunnel, despite Alna's objections. Oh, oh, it's dirty. Oh, oh, look, oh, I think that's a spider. What's that floating in the... Oh, I don't believe it. Unicorn's gonna do what a unicorn's gonna do. You're disgusting. They emerged on the other side of the tunnel, which turned out to be the other side of the cannon. Huh. Wow, uh... That's convenient. Excellent work, Jimmy. Well, back when I knew a lot about magic before my horn broke, uh, I would have been able to tell you that this is a magic cannon, and and I think we gotta fix it or something. Right. I've had enough of this what-if world. What if I escaped? See what I did there? Oh, come on. I mean, it was better than that. Fine. I, I don't know how to figure out these magic equations anymore. I can't focus. Yeah, Jimmy can't do it because, you know, at the end of the day, he can't focus because his horn is broke. You're right, Unicorn Horn. There's no way I'm going to be able to do this. Hey, 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 hey. We don't let any of that negative speak come in on our territory, Jimmy. What you need to do is focus on one little task 
and then complete that. And I've got your back, buddy. Oh. And you tell me what you know, and I'll tell you what I know, and then we'll be able to fix the cannon. Boom! Boom! Hey, I got that one. That was good. I didn't even mean that. <laughs> you two do your science. Just be careful. And Jimmy, you helped lift the things that Professor Nasty couldn't. And Professor Nasty helped finish the magical equations when Jimmy, you lost focus for a second. And as they were getting close to fixing the cannon... Hey, these villains escape from this escape room. They heard a distant voice calling through the cannon. Who'd have thunk it, Pipey? You put us in an escape room. What are we going to do? Stay there? I don't know. I couldn't have ever figured it out. I always had to cheat with the magic. Pipeo popped out of the cannon and tried to grab Professor Nasty. Oh, am I going to get him now? But the young eight-year-old climbed into the cannon. Eight and three quarters, actually. Don't let me say this again. The young eight and three-quarter-year-old climbed into the cannon and... We're out of here, Pipey, because when you put your mind to it, you could accomplish anything. Know who said that? Doc Brown, Back to the Future. Lovely man. Right, Alna, let's get out of here and get you fixed. So long, suckers. Mic drop. And off he shot into the stratosphere and beyond, all the way out of What If World. I guess I'm just going back to jail then, Professor. Sorry, Jimmy. There was only room for one. Maybe I'll come back sometime. Or maybe I won't, because I'm Professor Nasty. <laughs> the end. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I mean, thanks to the guys that sent those questions in, because that was hilarious. Well, thank you, Lila and James, for those phenomenal questions. And I want to find out a little bit more about Carl Harper and about the dastardly deeds of Professor Nasty. Yeah, well, the the, the dastardly deeds of Professor Nasty is uh, it's about an eight and three quarter year old uh, self-proclaimed evil genius who wants to take over the world. He uh, concocts this milkshake called the Menace Milkshake that when consumed turns good kids bad and he wants to turn all the good kids of Kid City bad so that he can then, you know, spread his nastiness around the world and rule the world forever and ever. It's super funny. Like, the episodes are very short. They're very focused. Yeah, yeah. They're like, there's so there's six episodes and they're all bec- between kind of 10 and 14 minutes long. So, like, they're perfect for listening in the car, you know, going to school or going to soccer practice or wherever, or even as like a, a bedtime story. And this takes place, it's Kid City, really, Kid City, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, Kid City is, it's run by kids and... Like the hero in the story is works at the FBI, which is the Fun Building Institute, and that's Agent Clarissa Sparrow. Oh, and the yeah, the FBI agent is like one week from retirement, or yeah, there's a few old kind of cliches put in there, like you know, Lethal Weapon when uh, Danny Glover's <laughs> character is just about to retire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there's lots of fun stuff like like Professor Nasty gets locked up at Little Riker's you know uh, daycare, which houses some like really evil villains like the um, the hair puller. There's the manipulator who's a kid who kind of swindles lunch money from other kids and Tommy Toy Taker. Those are things that for kids feel. That is big. That is a huge crime. Like th- that yeah. is like the end of the world for some kids. <laughs> oh yeah, you know? you totally. Pull yeah, their yeah. hair. You that's steal stuff, their toy. Yeah, that stuff happens at school, and kids are like, "Oh my god!" 
tape all my hair, you know? Yeah, yeah. So raising the stakes of it and having fun with it and, and playing around and, and still managing to entertain parents. Honestly, you know, six episodes. You, you'll listen to it in like two car rides. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is to try and kind of bring a cinematic feel to like the podcast world. So like there's cool music, there's funny sound effects, you know, and like all the all the actors that are that are in it are, are, are really, really talented. Like there's some awesome people in there. There really are. And, and I am so happy to have had you, Carl. Thanks, and, man. Yeah, real honor. And l- let's do this again soon. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to come back. Okay, take care. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Carl Harper and Professor Nasty for their help today, and all you kids at home who don't let that fearful little voice in your head keep you from doing the things you love. Unless, of course, that thing is playing with antique cannons. You probably shouldn't do that. Until we meet again, keep wondering. This is what...